contentment. On my earliest trips to western countries, I sometimes used to visit shopping malls. In those days, there were no such malls in India and it was impressive to us Tibetans to see all the small shops with their windows, displays, lit up with, with of all kinds of consumer products. Ever since childhood, I have had a love of mechanical objects like watches, so I found the modern mechanical and electronic gadgets in these stores most attractive. Looking at them, I would sometimes think, oh, I would like this, I would like that. And then I would ask myself, do I really need it? Of course, most of the time the answer was no. So my first thoughts were coming from some kind of in instinctive greed. But as soon as I checked myself and took a realistic view, I no longer felt any need to acquire or control these items. This is what I understand by the application of contentment. Referring to contentment as a key ethical value sometimes creates a little confusion. One might say that contentment is not itself an ethical value since it concerns someone's own well-being rather than that of others. Isn't contentment what underlies the happiness that comes through living with a compassion concern for others? If so, how can it be regarded as an ethical value to be nurtured in its own right? In its own right? Moreover, one might say contentment can be practiced, it has to be arrived at. When I talk about contentment as an ethical value in this way, what I am really talking about is not a general state of well-being or happiness, but a more specific notion of contentment, which in Tibetan we called Chokshi. I do, I do not know of any simple translation of this term in English or any other Western language. And since it is generally translated as contentment, I also use that term. However, the Chokshi really means, uh, however, what Chokshi really means is an absence of greed. Literally, it means knowing what is enough or knowing when to be contented. It means being able to find satisfaction without looking for more. <clears throat> so contentment, according to this view, is something like the virtue of moderation. It implies a certain modesty of ambition or having limited desires. By living modest modestly and setting reasonable limits, we free ourselves from the sense of insecurity, insecurity and insufficiency born of incessant craving. By practicing, by practicing contentment, we allow ourselves to rest in an underlying state of satisfaction, confident in the knowledge that we are living by the ideals we seek to uphold. <coughs> <clears throat> by limiting our wants and desires by limiting our wants and desires we avoid suffering the we avoid suffering the dissatisfaction and frustration which greed generates <clears throat> there is a saying in tibetan that at the door of a miserable rich man sleeps the contented beggar well 
the point is not that poverty is a the point is not that poverty is a virtue but that happiness comes not from wealth but from setting limits on our desires and living within those limits with satisfaction <coughs> cultivating contentment is especially important i feel in today's materialistic world of global consumerism materialistic society puts people under constant pressure to want more and to spend more long after their basic needs are satisfied sophisticated advertising is designed to excite the imagination and generate and to generate a perception that material goods will make us happy and that we are somehow lacking unless we acquire the latest accessory gadget or fashion item <coughs> The materialism of modern society therefore makes the practice of moderation and contentment a daily necessity if we are to resist uh, succumbing to a sense of personal dissatisfaction born of unrealistic craving. Controlling our desire for more, learning to live within realistic limits is not only in our individual interests. It is also necessary if we are to overcome the challenges of life on earth that our incessant quest for more generates. The material resources of this planet's planet are finite and add to the add the facts that the global population is rising rapidly and that those in the less developed countries naturally aspire to the same level of comfort enjoyed in the developed world as is the right and it becomes clear that our present path is unsustainable the world's great natural spaces do so do much to maintain the environmental equilibrium of the planet yet forests oceans and other natural environments are being encroached on and encroached on and destroyed and during my own lifetime many species of animals and plants have become in extinct extinct so the comfortable modern lifestyles that many of us take for granted and many other aspire to actually come at uh, many other aspires to actually aspires to actually come at a considerable cost the need for content uh, the need for contentment is painfully illustrated by the recent financial crisis the repercussion of which are still being felt across our deeply interdependent world it is easy to blame politicians for failing to sufficiently regulate financial institutions ultimately though this crisis was generated by greed itself by the failure of exercise appropriate moderation and restraint in the blind quest for ever greater profits also as an italian businessman explained to me there was excessive speculation the word speculation itself means acting without full knowledge in this case the level of caution and humility appropriate to action actions undertaken without full knowledge was clearly absent here the problem was essentially one of arrogance and uh, here the problem was essentially one of arrogance and short-sightedness a third issue was the lack of transparency which allowed dishonesty and deceit to thrive unchecked there was nothing inevitable about any of these factors 
they are they are all simple ethical feelings chief among which is greed and the only effective antidote to greed is moderation and contentment of course in extolling the benefits of simplicity and modesty i am not suggesting that poverty is acceptable on the contrary on the contrary poverty is a tremendous hardship one that we must do all we can to end one that uh, one that we must do we must do all we can to end in addition to making survival a struggle poverty tends to disempower people and make them feel covered or demoralized it can lead to profound mental distress and rob people of any opportunity for improvement of their economic situation in these ways it makes the poor suffer greatly on the personal level however the sooner we accept that richness alone do not bring happiness and the sooner we learn to live with a sense of modesty the better off we will be especially with respect to our happiness time and time and geography will always impose limits on how much wealth anyone can succeed in acquiring in a single lifetime giving these natural limits it seems wise to set one's own limits through the exercise of contentment in contrast when it comes to acquiring mental richness the potential is limitless here where there is no natural limit it is appropriate not to be contented with what we have but to constantly strive for more unfortunately most of us do the exact opposite we are never quite satisfied with what we have materially but we tend to thoroughly complacent about our material our mental richness